Good morning. This is your old friend Bill Clinton reminding you that you're listening to KSVY 91.3 FM. Now you know, it's the holidays, and what says the holidays like fish? El Segundo Tuna. The following show is sponsored by El Segundo Tuna, and it's time for tuna. It's only tasty, it's terrific, and it's tantalizing. What says better than the holidays when you go into Grandma's kitchen and smell fish in the morning? Delicious. El Segundo Tuna. It's always available in a can or a pouch, and from every pouch to every can, El Segundo Tuna is guaranteed to be 100% American fished. And that's a good thing. So remember, run out today and buy yourself a can or a pouch of El Segundo Tuna. Be somebody for the holidays. Smell up your house with a good taste and smell of El Segundo Tuna. It comes from where the sewer meets the sea. El Segundo Tuna is for you and me. Metamorphosis. Excuse me. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Hello. 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 Turn on that radio and back it. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and have a few beers together and listen to the music.
Good morning, this is Jeff's Joint, and welcome to another installment right here on KSVY 91.3 FM. I am Jeff Gilbert, and will be your host for the next two hours as we parade through the Great American Songbook at this holiday time. And we wish everyone a very safe and happy holiday season, and it is five minutes past 11. And the password, as always, to join us here in the studio off the main studios of KSVY is Swordfish. So write that down and do not forget it, otherwise you will not be one of the young old-timers. Well, we opened up with Rudy Valley and his Connecticut Yankees, that kid from Maine. And he opened up with a nice little tune from 1930, Stolen Moments. And we're going to have a few moments here with you today. At 1130, we'll go back to the golden age of radio. And it will be a Jack Benny show from the year of 1937. So we hope you'll enjoy that with his gang. And... Need nor need anything else be said? Let's get back into the music. And since the Connecticut Yankees are up on the turntable, it's time for Rudy Valley. Three in a row, a little tune called My Song, opening things up. Pretty speeches are a buzz, and so I must try something new. I've been sitting up the whole night long, writing a song all about you. I don't care if it's a big success, as long as it will change your no to yes. I feel in my heart 
don't have so much of Franz Schubert's touch, and I can begin like Irving Berlin, my song. The poet would never obey my song. Still, you know what I'm striving to say. My words may be crude, the tune may be wrong, but you'll find my heart in my Teardrop glistening in your heart of hearts Over the river and here I go, my dear Stifle your sobs and moans Can't you hear that whistling by Mr. Casey Jones? There's a locomotive puffing at the station Fare thee well, Annabelle And I know you need a little consolation Don't pretend, I can tell When you feel that you're out in the rain Think of me in that Pullman train On a cold observation car Looking for you in the dark All in vain I will send a telegram at every station Fare thee well, Annabelle And if your family wants a bit of information Say that I'm doing swell Cause I'll take you on a honeymoon vacation Fare thee well, Annabelle I appreciate your words of consolation. Fare thee well, Annabelle. But I'd rather have a Pullman reservation. Not today, Annabelle. For I've just got the price of my fare and enough for a parlor chair. I've the price of a ticket, dear. Even though I may go broke, I don't care. Sir, it's time your train was pulling from the station. Fare thee well, Annabelle. When do we go on that honeymoon vacation? Maybe soon, but who can tell? Well, suppose, my dear, that while I am waiting here, I should pull for someone swell. Did you say that you can buy a reservation? Yes. Get on board, Annabelle. We are going on a honeymoon vacation. Very well, Annabelle. Don't you think we make a dandy combination? Very well, Annabelle. Buy some fish, Lula Bell, for the cat. Now, honey lamb, I'll tend to that. Better wise up the cat of yours That she's moving soon to our little flat How my folks would love this little celebration Yes, they would, folks All your folks would start collapsing around the station When they heard that choo-choo bell But I just don't care, cause it isn't their affair Say, I hear that brakeman yell So be good and cut out all your dissipation Very well, I'm a man. 
band to play on, play until the dawn. Music is the language of romance. Look behind the scenes, think what music means. No one is unhappy while he's dancing. Sweet music makes the rainy days seem clear again. It brings you near again to me. Sweet music makes a bitter word grow sweet again. Two hearts can beat again in harmony. We've learned to sing a song in spring, and yet, if I forget it by December, will you remember? Sweet music makes the same old story new again. I bring to you again my song. song in spring and yet if I forget it by December will you remember sweet music makes the same old story new again I bring to you again my Rudy Valley and his Connecticut Yankees. A little tune from the movie of the same name that Rudy starred in, along with Ann Dvorak and Mr. Ned Sparks, Alan Jenkins, and the great Alice White. A great film. And it was a, a nice little tune there, with Rudy on the vocal, of course. And uh, also from that film was Fare Thee Well, Annabelle. I don't know who that girl was. It says unidentified vocalist on there, so I have no idea who that was. Only Rudy would know at this point. But Rudy's gone. So uh, we opened up with my song. I believe Frank Parker introduced that tune first on Broadway. And speaking of Warner Brother films, because the sweet music was a great Warner Brother musical, uh, there was one called In Caliente that starred the great Pat O'Brien along with Edward Everett Horton and a whole gang of great people. Leo Carrillo, one of our friends here of Sonoma, uh, was in it as well. And Phil Regan, who Mr. Ronald Reagan pardoned back in the 1980s when he took office for some kind of a real estate thing gone wrong. Don, or not Don Regan, Phil Regan. Don Regan was with uh, the Merv Griffin band. But anyway, Phil Regan, a forgotten tenor who used to sing in a lot of films about radio. Here, he, uh, it's not him on the vocal, but this is Ambrose and his orchestra with the tune that was featured in that film by Phil Regan. And uh, Jack Cooper is on the vocal. All the way from London, England, we bring you Bert Ambrose and his music.
cha-cha Tonight I've got you where I want you, my machacha I'll watch ya Just like a cat would watch a little cucaracha So stand up and hand me your lovely charm Give me two red lips and a pair of arms I've got ya And in the lingo of the gringo I'm so hot ya
And there you have, recorded in London, England, in the Decca Studios, Ambrose and his orchestra with the Streamline Strut, and before that, the Embassy Stomp, in a tune that came out of the movie In Caliente, where Pat O'Brien was chasing around Dolores Del Rio for 14 reels. Muchacha, with Jack Cooper on the vocal, all from Bert Ambrose and his orchestra. It never gave you his first name on the label. It always said Ambrose and his orchestra. Quite classy he was. And here we are in the studio off the main studios, getting ready to go back to the golden age of radio. But before we do, here's Bing Crosby with a tune that was written by Ralph Ranger and Leo Robin for a film that Bing starred in called Here Is My Heart, a million-selling hit for Bing. Clouded moon creeps across a clouded sky. Winds of January sigh and moan. And yet it's June. I can see a sky of blue. Dear, the miracle is due to you, just you. It's June. In January 
because I'm in love It always is spring in my heart With you in my arms The snow is just white blossoms That fall from above And here is the reason, my dear Your magical charm The night is cold The trees are bare But I can feel The scent of roses in the air It's June in January Because I'm in love But only because I'm in love with you Decca Studios in 1934. That was Georgie Stoll's orchestra backing up Bing Crosby with a tune that he introduced in the movie Here Is My Heart as he sang that to Kitty Carlisle. June and January. Well, it's December and, or it's, uh, what, what, what month is this? This is, a. jeez, uh, uh, I'm having a problem. November. It's right in front of me here, written on a piece of paper. I don't know why I'm having a problem, but you know, that's what happens when you have too much El Segundo tuna kind of binds you up after a while in your brain. Mercury in there, sir. Mercury. Anyway, from 1937 now, we're going to go back to the Jack Benny show with his uh, cast and crew. Phil Harris is on the show. Kenny Baker, before Dennis Day took over the role of being the stooge. But uh, we hope you enjoy this, and thanks for tuning in to Jeff's Joint. We'll be back at the top of the hour with more mirth and merriment if we can just figure out what month, where we are, and how, how many cans of tuna we ate in the last seven days. The Jell-O program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston and Phil Harris and his orchestra. The orchestra opens a program with Go South, young man, from the Cotton Club Review. <laughs> Whether it's a company dinner or just a regular family affair, any meal will be a greater success 
If it's topped off with a delicious dessert, and no dessert is more delicious or more popular than Jell-O. Jell-O is a grand dessert, easy to prepare, swell to look at, and luscious to taste. Jell-O is crammed with extra-rich fruit flavor, a true fruit goodness that rivals the flavor of fresh, ripe fruit itself. But remember this, there's only one Jell-O, and only Jell-O brings you that special extra-rich fruit flavor. So if you want to top your dinner with a dessert that will be an assured success, serve Jell-O. But be sure you get genuine Jell-O. Don't accept any substitutes. Look for the big red letters on the box. They spell Jell-O. That was Go South, young man, from the Cotton Club Review. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you a man who every Sunday night at the same time walks up to the microphone, looks it square in the eye, and says... Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, Don, that was a cute opening. That was a nice introduction and nice teamwork, too, I thought. You and I certainly work well together, don't we? Oh, yes, we do, Jack. It's remarkable the way we seem to balance each other. What was that, Don? <laughs> I say it's remarkable the way we balance each other. I think so. Of course, we would have a little trouble on a seesaw. Say, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Don, can you imagine the both of us on a seesaw? Me way up in the clouds and you down on the good earth? <laughs> Gee, it makes me dizzy. Oh, boy. Well, uh, Jack, do you want me to get off? Woo! Don't you dare! <laughs> My feet are flat enough now. Anyway, Don, we're too old to be playing around on a seesaw. Yeah, let's go over to the sand pile. Oh, let's drop this silly talk. We're getting a little bit goofy. Aren't we all? Hello, Jack. Well, Kenny, of all people, what are you doing here? Oh, I was on my way to the movies and I got lost. (laughs) Well, you couldn't have got lost in a better place. We can use you here. Yeah. Say, Jack, I want to thank you for inviting me over to your house for Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, that's all right, Kenny. You're always welcome. And I want to thank you, too, Jack. And I also want to congratulate you for cooking that big dinner all by yourself. Oh, it was nothing, Don. I always do that. You may not know this, but I'm considered to be quite a cook. Oh, you are? Oh, for years I've been known as Prudence Benny of Beverly Hills. (laughs) (laughs) And my pies. You know, I'm famous for my lemon marinju. Marinju? Well, that's marangay. Oh, is that the way it's pronounced? Oh, gee, you learn something every day. Huh? Well, well, so you cooked the Thanksgiving dinner all by yourself, eh, Jack? Yes, Phil, with my very own hands. Why didn't you come? Did you have a previous engagement? No, just a hunch. Oh, oh, oh well, you missed something. It was a grand meal. We had all the trimmings and everything you wanted to drink. Everything. Gee, everybody else had wine with each course, and you made me drink milk. Well, Kenny, you're too young. Besides, milk is good for you. Milk goes with anything. Doesn't go with my brown suit. (laughs) Well, the turkey was good, wasn't it? Say, Jack, don't tell me you served that old bird Andy Devine gave you last week. Yes, Bill, and it was all right, wasn't it, Don? Well, it surprised me, Jack. That turkey looked so tough, and yet it turned out so tender. What did you do? I cooked it with a (laughs) blowtorch. That did it. A blowtorch? That's a fine way to cook a turkey. Why didn't you put it in the oven? I tried to, Phil, but it kept jumping out all the time. I can't understand it either. I put paperweights in the dressing. Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, kitchen mechanic. 
Hmm. Well, Mary, did you enjoy my Thanksgiving dinner? No kidding. How was it, Mary? Oh, it was swell. We had everything from soup to bicarbonate of soda. <laughs> hmm. And what mashed potatoes? I'll say. They were so lumpy, Jack had to serve them in the sugar bowl. I didn't have to. I was short of dishes. Gee, I thought those mashed potatoes were swell. They were so nice and tan. Yeah. <laughs> tan potatoes? Well, the stove was crowded, and I had to cook them under the sun lamp. Oh. Anyway, the turkey was delicious. I got a wing, and it was swell. I got a leg, and it kicked me. Oh, it did. I got a neck with a collar button in it. Why don't you stay out of the kitchen, Jack? That's a woman's job. Now, Phil, that's the most ridiculous thing you've ever said. That's ridiculous. The men are better in everything. Our greatest cooks are men. Our greatest dress designers are men. Our greatest dancers are men. Our greatest... <laughs> What are you laughing at? When you get to mothers, watch out. <laughs> well, the greatest fathers are men. Got that over. Anyway, it's a fine thing to come to my house for dinner and criticize it. That was real home cooking. Why, you never tasted such rolls in all your life. Boy, were they heavy. They were not. I had to jack mine up to butter it. <laughs> a fine appreciation after the trouble I went to. I work and slave over a hot stove, and what do I get? Oh, Jack, now what's the matter with you? They're only kidding. Why, everybody had a good time and enjoyed the dinner. Oh, no, they didn't. And here's something else I wasn't going to mention, but I will now. This will fix you guys. <laughs> I had five people to dinner, and six spoons were missing. <laughs> six? I took two. <laughs> well, give me one back. Don't be a pig. You want... To you want the one from the Brown Derby? <laughs> no, the one from the Ambassador. I've got a set. And now if you fellas are all through heckling my dinner, maybe we can have a selection from the orchestra. Play, Phil. And for two cents, I tear up my cookbook. That's all right, but I'll get even with you tonight Cause you can't stop me from dreaming You can stop me from holding hands Make me listen to your command You can say no, no, honey, that's all right But I'll get even with you tonight Cause you can't stop me from dreaming From one o'clock Till nine, I'll dream your mind. I'll steal a kiss. Just see what you're going to miss. You can stop me romancing you. You're the boss now, but we're not through. Just turn me down, honey, that's all right. Cause I'll get even with you tonight. Cause you can't stop me 
from dreaming. Can't Stop Me From Dreaming, played by the orchestra with a vocal chorus by Phil Harris. Say, Phil, that was quite a surprise. I didn't know you were going to slip in a solo there. Did you, Kenny? No, I didn't either. Oh, it was just a sudden impulse. It was, eh? What made you sing? I'm mad at the piano player, and he hates my voice. (laughs) Oh, well, you certainly fixed him. What are you mad at him for? Oh, he tells everybody that I don't know how to lead an orchestra. Why, that's unreasonable. Oh, it's reasonable, all right, but I don't like it. (laughs) Well, I don't blame you, Phil. I know how you feel. There are people right on this program who think they know more about comedy than I do. Yeah. (laughs) Kenny. But it's true, Phil. Everybody wants to be a comedian. They all think they can get laughs. I know, Jack. But for real laughs, none of us can top that Maxwell of yours. Boy, that's really terrific. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Jack, how's the old tub behaving? Oh, it's all right, Don. I've had no trouble, but I, um... Well, I... I think I'm going to get rid of it. Get rid of it? Why? Oh, because nobody has respect for private property anymore. That's why. <laughs> Tell them what they did to your car, Jack. What happened? Oh, it burns me up just thinking about it. Now, what was it, Jack? Well, I stopped in the store for a cigar... When I came out, somebody had written on my car, Lulu loves Butch. (laughs) Gee, I was mad. Lulu loves Butch? That's awful. I didn't mind that so much, but I don't even know the people. Well, it's your own fault, Jack. You brought it on yourself when you put that sign on the back of your car. Sign? Well, what does it say, Mary? Tune in on Jack Benny every Sunday night. Well, that's legitimate advertising. And so is this. Ladies and gentlemen, Jell-O is America's favorite dessert. It is economical, easy to make, and comes in six delicious flavors. Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. What burns me up? Why don't Butch and Lulu get their own car? Oh, forget about Butch and Lulu. Well, anyway, I'm going to get rid of it. Did you put that ad in the paper, Mary? Yes, here it is. Oh. Uh, for sale or exchange, Maxwell Touring Car. All modern features, including self-starter and one-man top. Excellent view, only three blocks from the station. <laughs> well, what's that got to do with it? My uncle sold a house that way. Oh, oh, I see. Car in first-class condition, owner satisfied but could feel better. <laughs> a fine ad. Huh? Uh, right, wire, or phone, Jack Benny, care of Lonely Hearts Club, Hollywood. I don't belong to that anymore. Anyway, that ad ought to bring some results. Hmm? Say, Jack, yeah. I can't understand what you want to sell your car for. I told you why. Gosh, you, you've only had it a little while, and you're always bragging about it, and fussing over it, and going around with it all the time. Well. And now you want to part with it. Yes, I do. Gee, you're fickle. Well, Kenny, if you're so interested in my car, why don't you take it off my hands? Oh, I might at that. What do you want for it, Jack? Well, uh, well, let me see. Hmm. Well, Kenny, would, uh, would $95 be too much? Hades, yes. (laughs) 
Oh, it would. Well, if you're really interested in my car, maybe I can shave it a little. Oh, don't bother fixing it up. Well, Kenny, I can see that you don't want a car, so forget about it. Well, I'll think it over while I'm singing my song. Yeah, do that. What are you going to sing, Kenny? Moon over Manakura from the picture Hurricane. Well, that's a beautiful number, and right up your alley. Oh, wait a minute. Come in. Mr. Benny? Yes? Are you the party who had an ad in the paper regarding a Maxwell? Yes, I am. Are you in the market? I was, but I got out just in time. <laughs> Goodbye. Now, there's a lucky fellow. Sing, Kenny. Came, sung by Kenny Baker. And you know, Kenny, there's one thing that always impresses me. It's that last note. Goes on and on. Why do you hold it so long? I never give up a song without a struggle. 
Oh, well, it's very effective. But, Kenny, in order to keep your voice in such perfect condition, you must do a lot of practicing. I'll say. I sing in a bathtub every morning. Oh. And you know, Jack, I had the most embarrassing thing happen to me once. What was it? I reached for a high note and swallowed the soap. <laughs> the soap? Ooh, boy, that must have been awful. Yeah, I bubbled for a week. <laughs> Bubbles Baker. <laughs> Mary. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for want of something better to do, tonight we are going to offer a play in the form of a nature study. A little drama entitled The Private Life of a Bumblebee, which we will present in three buzzes and one sting. It certainly will. Quiet. <laughs> now, I will play the part of a rosebud. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Don, Kenny, and Phil will be insects as usual. Uh, this will go on. Um, uh, there's the phone, Jack. Let it ring. We've got a program to do. Oh. Okay. Maybe somebody wants to buy your car. Oh, oh yes. Give it to me. Hello, Jack Benny talking. Uh, would you like to have a talk? Uh, oh, slap her, Mom. Let me talk to you. It's my nickel. Go ahead. Well, slap, look. I'm busy right now. Call me back later, will you? Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got a customer for your car. You have? Who is it? My wife's brother. Oh, your brother-in-law. Well, look, slap. If he's a relative of yours, I'd rather not sell him my car. Go ahead. It'll serve him right. <laughs> Well, okay, bring him right over. Where are you, Slap? I'm around the corner in the drugstore in my new overcoat and a telephone booth. Hmm, are you standing up or sitting down? I don't know. It's dark in here. <laughs> well, look, Slap, bring your brother-in-law right up, and if I sell the car, I'll give you a nice commission. Why not? Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, Mary, that ad did get results. Huh? And... Come in. Hello, Sansa. Slapperman, how did you get here so quick? What quick? I got stuck in the elevator. Say, Jack, I want you to meet my brother-in-law, Anatole Ginsburg. Well, 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 this is a pleasure, Mr. Ginsburg. I'm very, very happy to know you. Hello. Uh, well, Mr. Ginsburg, I understand you're very much interested in buying my Maxwell. Is that right? I'm not telling. <laughs> Now, look, if you want to buy my car, Mr. Ginsburg... Uh, say, Jack. What, Mary? I don't think you've got a Chinaman's chance with this guy. What Chinaman? Who's a Chinaman? <laughs> if the hat fits, put it on. Stay out of this, Mary. Now, look, Mr. Ginsburg, if you want to buy my car, it'll have to be a cash proposition. You understand that? Oh, don't worry, Jack. He's got the cash. But only last week in the higher sweepstakes, he won a prize amounting to... It's a lie. <laughs> Boys, boys. It was in the neighborhood of $5,000. Why did you tell him? Did I say exactly? <laughs> now, look, fellas, wait a minute. Let's not take up a lot of time arguing. Mr. Ginsburg, do you want to buy the car or not? Yes. Don't be yesing with my money. <laughs> quiet, quiet, Anatole. Behave yourself. Be a gentleman. Where's your etiquette? Look who's talking etiquette. If it wasn't for me, you couldn't even speak English. Is that so? <laughs> You said it. Now I'm satisfied. <laughs> hey, boys, what is this anyway? The affairs of Anatole. <laughs> now, look here, Anatole. A man with your money should own a car like this. Now, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll let you have it for $95 because I like you. Make it 50 and drop the affection. <laughs> 
Now, look, Slap, I'd like to sell the car to your brother-in-law, but $95 is the lowest I can take. I'm voting out. All right, $85. i am still voting. Now, go ahead. I don't care. Wait a minute, Anatole. Please, don't be a chimpanzee. Come here. Who's Mr. Nikkei the Mexican? What's the name of you? The doctor I need it like a hole in a head. And besides, you looks like a crook. I resent that. Say, Jack, did they say anything about Jell-O? That I'll buy. Muscle tough. <laughs> now, look, at what's going to happen here? Am I selling the car or not? Ah, hold on, Jackie boy. I know how to cleanse the deal. Take us out for a ride, and if Anatole likes the car, he'll buy it at all the time. <laughs> all right, I'll take you out for a ride, and then we'll talk business. That okay with you, Mr. Ginsburg? I'll take the ride anyhow. Well, he's weakening, Jack. All right, you and Anatole can sit in the back seat. You'll find it nice and comfortable. Uh, play something, Phil. Come on, Mary, you can sit in front with me. I will not. Quiet, I bought cushions this morning. Let's go, boys. So long, gang. So long, Jack. We'll Come on, Anatole, make it snappy. All Come right, on. don't push me. The car's rolling along pretty good. No trouble so far. We've only gone half a block. Well, is that bad? See, Mary, turn around and see if the boys are enjoying the ride. Okay. Oh, Jack, I can only see Schlepperman. What? Hey, Schlepp, where's Anatole? I'm sitting on him. He wants to jump out. <laughs> well, I'll speed her up. You'll see something. Hold on, everybody. Hey, what's that? I wonder what that noise is. So the spark plugs are doing the Big Apple. <laughs> hey, Anatole, how do you like the way the car runs? Quiet, I'm getting seasick. And I ain't got an appetite neither. Hey, Jack, look out. Look out for that bump. What bump? Oh, I see it. Well, that wasn't so bad, eh, Mary? <laughs> no, but your friend just left. 
They did. Hey, Slip, Anatole, where are you? They fell out. Well, I better go back and get them. Wait a minute, fellas. I'm coming right back. Don't bother. I wouldn't buy it anyhow. I don't blame them. That's a fine thing, Mary. Why didn't you notice that bump sooner? You're driving. I am not. You've got the steering wheel. I didn't before we hit that bump. Well, give it back. You haven't even got a driver's license. Might as well go home now. Better stop at this gas station. That bump knocked the air out of my tires. Me too. Nice landing, Jack. Well, I was going pretty fast there, you know. Good evening, sir. What'll it be? I'd like some nice, fresh air. For breathing or tired? Tires, of course. Okay. Do you want any gasoline? No. He makes his own. I do not. All right, put in two gallons, buddy. Two gallons? Is this car on a diet? <laughs> Don't get gay. Just put it in. Okay, sporty. <laughs> Where's the gas tank? Huh? Where's the gas tank? Under the seat. Get up, Mary. Gee, is that the gas tank? Yeah. I've been using it for an ashtray. That's fine. Right here, bud. Hey, Bill, put in two gallons. I've got it. Hey, that's enough. I said two gallons. I'm sorry, mister, but we gave you two and a half. Well, I'm not going to pay for it. I asked for two gallons, and that's what I want. It's only a matter of eight cents. I don't care what it is. You made the mistake, not me. But, gee, it's only eight cents. Young man, do you realize that a family in China can live for two weeks on eight cents? So can you. Quiet. <laughs> oh, Jack, don't be so tight. I'm not tight. It's not the money. It's the principle of the thing. I'm not going to pay for one more drop than I ordered. All right, I'll match you. Double or nothing. Oh, no, you won't. What do you think I am, a chump? Quiet, Mary. <laughs> you guessed it. All right, buddy, what do I owe you? Two gallons, that's 32 cents. You want to pay it all now? <laughs> yes, and don't be smart. Here you are. Come on, Mary, let's go. Come on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Doggone it. I'll be glad when you get rid of this piece of junk. Oh, it'll start this time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, there she goes. Look out, Jack. You're in reverse. I am. There's a car behind you. Watch out. Oh, what's the matter with me anyway? Hey, you, where do you think you're going? I'm sorry, mister. It was all my fault. Of all that careless dope. Say, I ought to put you right in my nose. Hey, you, you can't say that to Jack. He can, too. Quiet. <laughs> now, look here, mister. If I've damaged your car, I'll pay for it. You better or you'll be sorry. Oh, yeah? Let's beat it, Mary, before I lose my temper. Oh, boy, you were lucky that time. I wasn't scared of him. He didn't upset me. Yeah, then take that cigar out of your ear and let's go. <laughs> oh, I was looking for that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, we're off, Mary.
Here's a swell new dessert your family's going to love. It's quick and easy, and it's delicious. The name of it is Pear Strawberry Mold, and it's a tempting combination of luscious strawberry jello and canned pears. And it's so easy to make that anyone can prepare it. But so colorful, it even makes a swell party dessert. Here's all you have to do. Just dissolve a package of strawberry jello in a pint of hot water, turn into a mold, and chill until firm. Unmold on a platter and decorate with slices of crisp canned pears and maraschino cherries. A beautiful mold of shimmering strawberry jello garnished with cherries and pears. And it tastes every bit as good as it looks. For strawberry jello is packed full of delicious, extra rich fruit flavor. All six of Jell-O's delicious flavors have that extra rich fruit flavor, too, which makes every Jell-O dessert a triumph every time. So ask your grocer for the one and only genuine Jell-O. This is the last number of the ninth program in the new Jell-O series. We're with you again next Sunday night at the same time. Say, Mary... Isn't it funny how nice and smooth the car runs when you and I are all alone in it? Huh? Yeah, that's always the way. Yeah. Oh, darn it, another flat. Fix it, Mary. No, it's your turn. That's right. Good night, folks. J-E-L-L-O. Kenny Baker has appeared on this program through courtesy of Mervyn Leroy Productions. The melody... Mama, that moon's in again is from the big broadcast of 1938, and the sweet someone is from Love and Hisses. And there you have the Jack Benny Jello program from November 28th, 1937. Minus Mel Blank, if you noticed on the Maxwell, that was not Mel Blank, and nor was Rochester driving it. Pre-Rochester and pre-Mel Blank, but still nonetheless the golden age of radio from November of 1937. Wishing everyone a happy holiday out there, and we want to remind you that we are being sponsored by El Segundo Tuna. And now here's the El Segundo Tuna Fishwives Choir. KSVY Sonoma.
Life is a Song. Let's sing it together. Bill Chalice and his orchestra with a tune that was written by Fred Ehlert and Mr. Joe Young in 1935 in the World Transcription Headquarters in New York City. That was recorded for radio only. It's three minutes past the hour of 12. Welcome back to Jeff's Joint in our second hour. We hope you uh, had fun in our first hour, and we invite you to join us for another 50 minutes or so right here in the studio off the main studios where the young old-timers hang out. And it is that time of the season to give thanks for many things, and we give thanks for all the great music that we have brought you over the years, and we hope you enjoy it. And thank you for tuning in to us, too. That's where we give our thanks. But what we want to do is play a few th songs here with the, so with the word thanks in it, and we open up with Vera Lynn, Dame Vera Lynn, that is, and the... Mr. Charles Kunz in his Cassani Club Orchestra with a tune that was introduced by Dick Powell in the movie of the same name in 1935. Thanks a million. <laughs> A million to you. 
along with her husband at the time, Red Norvo's Orchestra. Tune written by Leo Robin and Ralph Ranger for Bob Hope and Shirley Ross to introduce in that year of 1936, or 1937, rather, the big broadcast in 1938. All those movies always came out a year before the actual year. Well, anyway, a great little tune, Mildred Bailey, always a classic. And we heard Chick McGregor and his Highlanders. That was a little thing called Thanks for Everything. That came out of a movie that starred Tony Martin and Adolf Mongeau, and I can't remember the name of the movie. I think it was called Thanks for Everything. But anyway, 20th Century Fox it was at, I know that much. And we, it was written by uh, Mr. Mac Gordon and Harry Revel. And we also heard a tune written by Gordon and Revel, uh, Thanks a Million, that was introduced by Dick Powell in the 1935 20th Century Fox film. Uh, oh, boy. I had it on the top of my head. Thanks a million. It's the name of the movie. Having a problem today, kids. I'm telling you, that El Segundo Tuna Mercury is starting to hit hard. Well, we want to thank everyone for tuning in, and uh, we want to thank Harry Richmond, and we want to thank his father. You're the one girl I adore Gratitude inflates my bosom more and more When I see your slender grace Analyze your form and face Then I think how much I must be thankful for Oh, thank your father Thank your mother for meeting up with one another Thank the horse that pulled that buggy that night Thank your dad for being just a bit high Thank the June night Thank the moonlight That caressed you from above 
thank goodness for their marriage and for that baby carriage, or I'll have no one to love. The little horse that pulled the buggy that night. Thank your dad for being just a bit tight. Thank the June night. Thank the moonlight that caressed you from above. And thank goodness for their marriage. And for that baby carriage, or I'd have no one to love. And though your father's name was Stanley, thank goodness he was manly. For I have no one to
each day a beautiful day. I'm grateful to you, sweetheart. I'm grateful to you for sharing each care. Whenever I need you, you're always right there for helping along. When something goes wrong, I'm grateful with all my heart for ending all my loneliness. How can I measure your worth for bringing me such happiness and making this a heaven on earth? I'm grateful to you for guiding me right. From out of the darkness, you showed me the light. For so many things, your tender love brings. I'm grateful to you, sweetheart. That is Dick McDonough and his orchestra with Buddy Clark on the vocal of I'm Grateful for You. And before that, we heard Bill Scotty and his Hotel Montclair Orchestra recorded on the Bluebird label in September of 1933. Mr. Larry Murphy on the vocal. The tune was called Thanks, introduced by Bing Crosby in a movie called Too Much Harmony and written by the great Sam Coslow. And before that, we heard uh, Thank Your Father. Mr. Harry Richmond, that man with a straw hat and cane that gave so much entertainment back in the 1920s and 30s. Written by Lou Brown and Mr. Buddy De Silva. Thank your father. All part of our Thanksgiving celebration here on the Countdown to Thanksgiving. Well, here's one up now from, uh, ooh, I can't see it. Yes, it is the Canadian Crosby, Mr. Dick Todd all the way from Canada, who made his mark in 1937, recording with the Larry Clinton Orchestra, and then going off on his own and recording many aside for Bluebird on the 35-cent label. What a great singer, and here he is, all the way from Canada, with a tune that was introduced by Rochester, of all people, in a movie called Buck Benny Rides Again. My talk was tricky and clever My line was sharp as a tack But ever since I met you Everything's gone black I want to shout a poem about How I dream of that gleam in your eyes I want to shout But all that comes out is my mind I want to sing of flowers in spring, but oh dear, when you're near, I just die. I want to sing and can't sing a thing, but my mind, I should say, oh, how lovely, I should say, oh, how sweet, I should have Shakespeare at the tip of my tongue. 
but every time we meet, I look at you, and what do I do? I get weak, I can't speak, I just sigh, and though I try, the best I can sigh is my mind. I can't speak, I just sigh. And though I try, the best I can sigh is my mind. Down in Miami, the best I can sigh is my mind. The crimson-colored canyon and the azure sky Are beautiful to see till you come passing by And then they all fade away You are the picture and they only form the frame For since you came the desert doesn't seem the same And at the end of each day Come to paint the desert nightly When the moon is beaming brightly Along the Santa Fe Trail Stardust scattered all along the highway On a rainbow-colored skyway Along the Santa Fe Trail Beside you, I'm riding every hill and dale While shadows hide you Just like a pretty purple veil Thereby hangs a tale I found you And the mountains that surround you Are the walls I built around you Along the Santa Fe Trail
beside you I'm riding every hill and dale While shadows hide you Just like a pretty purple veil Thereby hangs a tale I found you And the mountains that surround you Are the walls I built around you Along the Santa Fe Trail. Wasn't it you who wakened my lonely heart? Showed me a world apart Hasn't it all been thrilling Living from kiss to kiss And weren't you more than willing To keep it forever like this Wasn't it you who planned each exciting day For two, and didn't you lead the way? Wasn't it you who said our love would never die? Can it be you now saying goodbye? by Dick Todd, all recorded in New York for the Bluebird label, which is the, you know, RCA Victor. But that was, wasn't it you, all uh, along the Santa Fe Trail, and we opened up with My My, a tune written by Frank Lesser for Eddie Anderson in the movie Buck Benny Rides Again. That was introduced in 1939 with Jack Benny and Phil Harris and Ellen Drew. Great little film. Dick Todd, the Canadian Crosby, there you have it. Now we're going to go back to the Brooklyn, uh, what, what, uh, the Hoboken Thrush, Mr. Frank Sinatra himself, with a tune that was pretty much made famous by Frankie Carl and his orchestra, and his daughter was on the vocal. Here's Frank's version, Oh, What It Seemed to Be. 
It was just a neighborhood dance That's all that it was But oh, what it seemed to be It was like a masquerade ball With costumes and all Cause you were at the dance with me It was just a ride on the train That's all that it was But oh, what it seemed to be It was like a trip to the stars To Venus and Mars Cause you were on the train with me And when I kissed you Darling It was more than just a thrill for me It was the promise, darling, of the things that fate had willed for me. It was just a wedding in June, that's all that it was, but oh, what it seemed to be. It was like a royal affair With everyone there Cause you said Yes, I do to me It was just a wedding in June That's all that it was But oh, what it seemed to be It was like a royal affair With everyone there Cause you said, yes I do To me When they begin the begin It brings back the sound of music so tender It brings back a night of tropical splendor It brings back a memory evergreen I'm with you once more under the stars Down by the shore, an orchestra's playing Even the palms seem to be swaying When they begin the beginning To live it again is past all endeavor Except when the tune clutches my heart 
And there we are, swearing to love forever And promising never, never to part What moments divine, what rapture serene Till clouds came along to disperse the joys we have tasted And now when I hear people curse the chance that was wasted I know but too well what they mean So don't let them begin the beginning Let the love that was once a fire remain an ember Let it sleep like the dead desire I only remember When they begin the beginning Oh yes, let them begin the begin, make them play Till the stars that were there before return above you Till you whisper to me once more, darling, I love you And we suddenly know what heaven we're in When they begin the beginning When they begin The begin I tell myself that I'm so lucky to be loving you. So lucky to be the one you run to see. When the day is through I only know What I know The passing years will show You've kept my love so young So new Time after time You'll hear me say that I'm So lucky to be loving you
but I know the passing years will show you've kept my love so young so new and time after time you'll hear me say that I'm so lucky Mr. Frank Sinatra, with a tune that he introduced in the film, It Happened in Brooklyn, with his co-star Jimmy Durante and Peter Lawford were in that, along with Catherine Grayson. And we also heard Frank with Begin to Begin, and we opened up with Oh, What It Seemed to Be, all with Axel Stordahl's orchestra right here on KSVY, and that time after time, I believe, was written by Julie Stein and Sammy Kahn, one of the first times that uh, Frank and those boys got together. Here we are in the studio off the main studios, wishing you a very happy holiday season. Here's Frank Sinatra's competition around that time, the man that made his career out of uh, being in a lot of 20th Century Fox films as one of the good guys. Mr. Dick Hames with a little tune that was written by David Raxon for a movie that starred Gene Tierney. Laura is the face in the misty light Footsteps that you hear down the hall The laugh that floats on a summer night that you can never quite recall And you see Laura On the train that is passing through Those eyes, how familiar they seem She gave your very first kiss to you That was Laura But she's only a dream Laura 
on the train that is passing through Those eyes, how familiar they seem She gave your very first kiss to you That was love, but she's only a dream. I wish I didn't love you so. My love for you should have faded long ago. Cause I wish I didn't need your kiss. Why must your kiss? Torture me as long as this I might be smiling by now With some new tender friend Smiling by now With my heart on the man But when I try Something in that heart says no You're still there I wish I didn't love you so Smiling by now With some new tender friend Smiling by now With my heart on the mend But when I try still there I wish I didn't love you so wish I didn't love you so there you have Dick Hames right here on KSVY with I wish I didn't love you so that came out of the Betty Hutton film The Perils of Pauline believe another Frank Lesser classic. And we opened up with Laura, the, the voice that sounds like wood. Anyway, it is uh, 10 o'clock or 10 minutes to the top of the hour, and this is KSVY, and we're getting ready to get out of here in our 
pledge to uh, give Michelle Saga a little time before he gets in here. And we hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And we have a Mr. Who is that? Yes, it is. Former President Reagan. Yes, I just wanted to come in and wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. As you know, the holiday seasons are very American. So remember, to be an American is to celebrate Thanksgiving. Whether you have problems with the Native Americans or not, they have casinos now, and they also serve turkey, so re- and and cater to turkeys for that matter. But that's a whole different arena of what we're not going into since I've been president. All right. Well, thank you for that. Did I hear you say Betty Hutton? I did. Yes, you know, I remember her in a film called The Fleet's Inn. That was with Eddie Bracken. He was in The Miracle of Morgan's Creek. That was with William Demarest. He was in The Jolson Story. That was with Larry Parks. You may remember Larry Parks in Reverly with Beverly. That was with Ann Miller. She was in Easter Parade with Fred Astaire. Now, you may remember Fred Astaire in a movie called Top Hat. That was with Eric Bloor. He was also in another film called Shall We? dance. That was with Edward Everett Horton. You may remember Edward Everett Horton in Springtime in the Rockies. That was with John Payne, also Betty Grable. Now you may remember Betty Grable from a film called Pinup Girl. That was with Charlie Spivak in his orchestra. I've got plenty to be thankful for. I haven't got a great big yacht to sail from shore to shore. Still, I've got plenty to be thankful for. I've got plenty to be thankful for. No private car, no caviar, no carpet on my floor. Still, I've got plenty to be thankful for. I've got eyes to see with, ears to hear with, arms to hug with, lips to kiss with, someone to adore. How could anybody ask for more? My needs are small, I buy them all at the five and ten cent store. Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. I've got eyes to see with, 
ears to hear with, arms to hug with, lips to kiss with, someone to adore. How could anybody ask for more? My needs are small, buy them all, five and ten cents store. Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. Recorded in 1942 in the Decca Studios in Hollywood, California, Bob Crosby and his orchestra with Brother Bing on the vocal of a tune that Bing introduced in the 1942 Paramount classic, Holiday Inn, that also starred Fred Astaire, written by, of course, Irving Berlin. And it is time to say farewell. We wish you a very happy holiday season. We'll be back next week, same time, same place, right here in the studio off the main studios, sponsored by El Segundo Tuna. What says the holidays like tuna? Remember El Segundo Tuna always comes in a can or a pouch, and from every pouch to every can, it's guaranteed to put a smile on the young old-timer's tan. But anyway, thanks for tuning in. We're going to leave you with Raymond Scott and his quintet with a little tune apropos for the holiday season. It's called Dinner Music for a Pack of Hungry Cannibals. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Keep your sunny side up and always do it with your pants on. Mm-hmm.